worrying about the environment over top of your, like, selfish lifestyle. Just being more conscious of my choices. I don't know, I always picture people who are environmentally sustainable like biking to work. Welcome to the Nevertheless podcast. My name is Catherine Ivey. I will be one of the hosts for this podcast. And this is a very special episode because it is actually our first episode. Uh, to give you a quick rundown on kind of the things we're going to be looking at is minimalism and sustainability in our everyday life. And now, unlike this boy... You live so that you're like, you can independently function, but like do so in a way that you also have dividends at the end of your income so you're not spending everything. Who thought that by sustainability I meant how to live sustainably economically, we're going to focus a little bit more on the environmental side of living sustainable. sustainable. And so today, um, our main topic is actually going to be compost, because composting is a really big thing around the world. So we're going to go through two segments. One is with um, Will Rhoda and myself talking about composting, and the other one is with Jen Walker and Tia Litwin, who will be talking about composting as well. But we both, we all have kind of different skill sets when it comes to it. And just like you guys, just like everyone who's just starting out, we're going to be kind of exploring the ideas of it together. And we're Going to be trying to figure it out just together so that's a little bit how it's going to go today it's a sustainable way to record with shitty headphones my wrist is really itchy focus jen excuse <laughs> you i'm not jen jesus christ that's rude of me all, all right. right so <laughs> so i'm here um <coughs> Again, and Will's here now. I'm here also. And so we're going to talk about how we know nothing about composting. We know nothing. or ne Next to nothing about composting. I know a little bit. My, my parents do it. There's a the stinky bucket of slop that's been under their sink since I was about six years old. And uh, I know uh, it accepts banana peels and coffee it grinds. And uh, eggshells. Eggshells are critical. They, they say to turn it over. This okay. Is, this is what I know. Okay, so also, last night, my dad was like, I got home from work, and my dad was like, hey, like, I have this... Actually, he, like, looked at my mom and was like, look, this is where I'm going to keep my coffee grinds now. And it was, like, my old protein powder, like, thing. <laughs> and it, no, but the thing is that it's, like, it's, like, a, like a four-liter, like, container. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. And he, like, put it right on the counter, and my mom was, like, super unimpressed. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but, like, why are we keeping the coffee grounds? And, like, I don't know if he, I was like, right, is it for composting? And he goes, like, no, it's not for composting. It's for ants. For ants? Yeah. So what? Like, it attracts the ants? No, it, like, apparently gets rid of them. Huh. Yeah. Like, how? They eat it and they die? That's what I said. I was like, do you throw it on them? And he was like, no, you just put it where they live. And I was like, so you throw it on them. Yeah. But. That's interesting. I know, but like, do you, can you put it in your garden too? Like, will coffee grounds help your garden? Uh, I think so. Like, I think, yeah, they're nutrient rich and already fairly like broken down because they're boiled. So. Uh, they're what? Well, like they were boiled, right? Like the, the hot water went through the coffee grounds. So they're already like, you know, partway decomposed, right? Every time someone says boiled, I'm like, 
Hard boiled eggs. Speaking of boiled, like, you know the other way to kill ants is to pour boiled water into a farm? Some, somebody told me that, and they're like, yeah, it's like the green way to do it. I'm like, hippies are killing ants with boiling the water? The green way to do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like the Holocaust. Hippies like, are awful. all, like, peace, man. And then they, like, to take take out their aggression, yeah, they pour on ants. boiling water on to ants. Like, yeah, keep those coffee grinds for the garden. Have you ever seen those videos that are, like, they put they pour, like, the, like, liquid metal shit down an anthill. No. It's so cool. They, like, you, like, it, I don't know what it is. It's, like, liquid, I don't know. It's, like, metal. Like solder? It's, like, silver. I don't know what it is. Okay. But they pour it down an anthill, and the gist of it is, is is that it goes into all the tunnels, and then when you, like, when it dries, you, like, pick it up, and all the dirt falls away, and then it's, like, good. So... Like, is it hot at the time? Like Yeah, okay. well, it has to be hot, so it's, like, well, liquid. Merc- mercury stays liquid for me. It's actually a metal. But it doesn't dry. Okay. Right? Case right? in point. Case in point. Got yeah. you. Okay. Got you. All right, so compost. Compost. So, okay, so how do we start it? I, I don't know. Like, I just think with, like, a bucket of stinky stuff under the sink, usually, and, like, uh... As an alternative to garbating, you save it all, and then, you know, when the bucket gets full, you usually send your children outside, and they protest, and you put it in a larger receptacle outside, you know, it gets turned periodically throughout the year, and then they got clean, filled for the garden, or food, food for the garden, yep. Clean food for the garden. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like, you know, peels anymore once it goes in there, it's all been broken down, it just looks like nutrient-rich soil, or compost. So, okay, so whenever I, like, composted, or I never composted, that's a lie. That's a complete and full lie. Yeah. Okay. But. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> no, 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 it's a complete and full lie that I never composted, but um, my best friend, his family composted it and stuff, but I didn't, like. From what I've heard from, like, most people, they're like, yeah, I have this giant bin in my backyard where we put all this shit, and then it just stays there, and then during the summer we use it as compost. But, like, his family used, like, this small-ass metal container that they just put under their sink. Yeah, and I know people, like, in Wolseley, too, that, you know, they just have to compost, just, you know... Yeah. Mandatory by being part of that demographic, but then they have to live in these little condos with, like, small condos that stink, but... Like, my parents had a fairly large yard, so they could kind of, like, relegate it to the back corner and leave it for the year, but I, I don't know. I don't do it at my house, because... It's too much smell. Yeah, and there's really nowhere. Like, my the pool kind of consumes my entire backyard, so I literally have to have, like, a bucket of rotting fruits and vegetables next to the pool, which, you know, never helps the party. What do you think about, like, like people who, like, eat full... Like, the rind and, like, all that shit of, like, an apple and, like... Out of a compost? No, like, when you're eating, like, no, not when you're eating the ap- an apple, but, like, when you're eating an orange, people eat, like, the peel and stuff, too, just to be, like... Who? People! No, they I don't. I swear to God. I no, they don't. I swear to God. Who? I don't know. I read it online. Like, people, like... Like, are these health nuts, or is this just for, like, fear factor? Like, no, no they, they're, like, peel. they're, like, health nuts. Okay. They're, like, it has, like, nutrients in it. Like, that's why... When you're making, like, a smoothie or something, like, sometimes it's, like, keep the rind in because it's, like, it has, like, the the peel has, like, the most vitamin C or some, some shit like that. Huh. Never knew that. 
Uh, is is that what it is? Vitamin C? I don't know. All right. Is it vitamin D? No, that's, no that's vitamin C is in an orange. I just that's don't know sun. what's. I just don't know what's in a pool. Uh, in a pool. In a pool. Chlorine. <laughs> in a pool. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, wouldn't that be almost a more valid way because it'd be like quicker and then like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, the idea is that you you know utilize as much of your products as possible, but it's just the, uh, you know. The difference that gets put back after. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of work. Uh, you know, like, not necessarily. Like, you know, you got a recycling bin, you got a garbage bin, compost is one-third bin, you know. It's a little more complicated. It's definitely a stinkier step. But, I mean, if you stay on top of it, it should be okay. It should be okay. Yeah, you just got to, like, you know, my parents always have to make sure that the lid stays on top of that compost under the sink because it just becomes this giant factory for fruit fly colonies it's terrible all right so what we're gonna do now is will and i having literally not talked about this and he doesn't know that i'm gonna say this okay a surprise will and i are gonna do our top five steps to starting composting are you kidding me yeah right now uh okay well i think first thing you need to do is you know you gotta scope out your spots so you're gonna you're gonna need scope it out. Yeah, you're gonna need two locations. You're gonna need the kitchen location, which is you know the main receptacle for the garbage, and then we need like the larger holding reservoir for your compost in the yard, as far from the house as possible, while still being you know accessible. Step one. Could you like realistically just like not have a spot in the house and like throw it out the window every time? Uh, to, like, your spot outside. Yeah, yeah, if you got, like, game, I guess. Like, I, <laughs> you, you just gotta, I don't know. Most of Yo, screens on the could you just stuff. have a pile? Like, do you have to put it in a box or something? Um, you could have a pile. Like, in all theory, <laughs> I think the idea of the box is it makes it better because you want to stir it and turn it and help it break down throughout the year. So that's tougher if it's in a pile. But, uh, you know, stinkier, messier. Now you actually have a pile of rotting produce. That's true. Backyard, so, um... All right, step two. Step two. I think you, you got to pick. Se- no, you got to you gotta select your shit for it. What? Like, what food are you going to put in? Well, hang on. We don't even have, we just have a place right now. Okay, We don't okay. even have a bin. So you need to pick a True. bin with a lid. You know, my parents always use the laundry detergent from Costco, the big plastic. What? Yeah. They use, what? Like the empty, the empty bin. It was, a, you know, a five gallon of laundry detergent. You know, it's in a rectangle shape. No. Every time I got laundry detergent, it was in, like, a one-liter little pour-y bottle. With yeah, because you like probably buy, handle. like, those, like, cool, sexy, like, laundry detergents. Sunlight? Like, yeah. Sunlight like, is sexy. Like, you know, like, detergent <laughs> good for your dark colors in cold water. Like, that kind of thing. This is, like, the cheap, granulated, like, you know. No eating that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, but you just use the empty <laughs> bin because it's got a lid on it and it's plastic, so it's good for the compost. And it's inexpensive. It's a sustainable way to reuse to compost yeah and then uh i don't know my dad's you know mr mike home so he always just like built the compost bin but i know there's plastic ones and they even got like a fancy one now that you can like turn with a lever kind of like uh you know when they like draw a name for like bingo or something or that big thing like the turning? bingo turning yeah just like that just like that so they got that uh, now coming up in the world so i'd say that's step two Step two is get a bin. Yeah. Okay, does it have to have, like, I can't afford something with, like, a nice 
turning thing. Yeah, maybe not. Um, you know, with a little bit of. Uh, Yo, can it be wood? Yeah, or would yeah. the wood like no, decompose? No, it, it can't be wood. They've wouldn't had a... it, wouldn't this shit make it like rot? You know, I, I, I that makes sense when you say it, but I do know hundred percent. My parents have had wood compost bins in use for decades, and they're still standing. So. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah, that's done the test of time. I don't know if he perhaps treated the inside of said compost bin, but I don't think so. I think it just lasted. What do you mean treated? Well, I don't know. Maybe you can put some sort of like a sealant or something. Wait, so. I have like, I got a wrench to throw All right. in your, okay. Throw so away. if you about to use that like laundry detergent stuff, wouldn't there be like reservoir and then you're putting the compost that has the reservoir in your garden? You're going, residue, is that what you mean? Yeah, that. Okay, I mean, you're going way too far with this. You rinse it out, you wipe it down, like it's good. You know, you can drink out of the thing. Like there's not going to be just like, you can drink out of <laughs> There's it. There's not going to be any reservoir. <laughs> I, um, okay, step three. Can now, is this like, I yeah, think, now we're I think you should make like a cool list on some nice stationery because that's important that you can put right next to you. No, this is, I'm not even joking. Like if I were to start composting, which mm-hmm. like maybe I will start doing that because it's probably a good thing. But if I were to start composting, I would make like a cute little list um, and put it right next to my compost bin that says, like, okay, you can put some coffee in here, you can put some, like, banana peels, you can put eggshells, you can put this, and it'd have, like, nice little, like, checks next to all the things you can, and then it'd have, like, big red X's next to the things you can't. So, like, what kinds of things can't you compost? Well, I mean, you can compost anything organic. I think that's, like, you know, the line in the sand, almost. Anything organic? I, I mean, that's pretty broad. I don't think you okay, compost, well, you compost foods... anything animal. Anything animal, but... No! If it was a, no, you don't... You can't compost, like... A pork chop? Hell no! Bones, right? No. Oh, I thought you said you could. Okay. No. Okay, okay, okay. It's you can't. You can't. Okay, guys. Don't put bones in your compost. Or pork chops. Or pork chops. Um, yeah, so anything you got, like, uh, cores, peels, you know... Leftover pieces of fruits and vegetables. Leftover pieces. Could you put, like... Sometimes that happens, you know, if you leave them in a lunch container for a couple of days, you forget them, they're starting to ferment, you can't eat them anymore, you put them in the compost, send them back Could, in the air. Can you put, like, starches in it? Like, if you have, like, some old-ass, like, Bread? banana muffins, you know? You know, I bet you. I, like, I don't, would that be I don't, bad for I don't the know, ground? I don't, or I don't like... think so. I don't know if that's a practice or not, but I, I don't see how it could hurt. Fair enough. Um... I mean, okay, fair enough. Okay, wait. So you can put, so like no animal shit. No animal. Don't put shit. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, we actually read that before. Beforehand. No, no, no shit. No shit. No dog shit. No human shit. Yeah. In your compost. No fecal matter of any type in the compost. Because apparently people have done it often enough that there has to, it has to be said online not to do it. Yeah. It's not. It's not common practice. That makes a certain amount of sense, I guess. I guess. Okay. So yeah, you got that. Uh, coffee grinds go in, filter and all. Uh, you know, yeah. And uh, eggshells, eggshells, you know. Eggshells. Eggshells. They break that, break it down, you know, as they turn through. Okay, number four. Uh, you you you're gonna have to. Turn your compost, and, you know, off the top of my head, I'm going to say every month, but uh, I don't think anybody does it in winter because it's winter, but the more often you turn it, the quicker it'll break down, the quicker you'll be able to put it back to the land. So, like, 
Could I just, like, shake it for a couple minutes every day? Well, I mean, it depends. Like, likely you're probably going to have to get in there like a banshee with a pitchfork Ooh. and, like, turn it over. I got an idea, okay? Okay. Hit me. So you get, like, a ball. Mm-hmm. And it's made out of, like, some really durable, like, plastic or something. Yeah. And then it has a lid that's, like, really durable. And you put the compost in there, and then you give it to your kid to play with, and they, like, kick it around like a soccer ball. So it's, like, turning it and composting and giving your kid exercise all at the same time. What? You mean, like, a shaker cup? Yeah. You've been drinking too many protein shakes. But, like, four... <laughs> but it's like, it's, like, killing three birds with one stone. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, I... I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, what do I know? Okay, I'm a pat. I'm going to patent that idea. All the parents in Woolsey are going to buy this product. Their Perfect. Kids are going to smell like shit while they play soccer. You'll probably be rich. You won't even need to come to semester three. Woo! Okay, <laughs> yeah, so step four, I guess, is, like, turning it. Uh, yeah. Like, you you turn it, and then that that's that, you know? And then once you're at a point where you're not looking at some processed compost and not a bucket of rotting fruits and vegetables, you put it back to the land. Take it to the garden. All right. And plant. All right. That's a wrap. That's everything. No, mm-hmm. there's five, There's one more step. That was five. Oh, no, that was... Well, Four you was turn it and five was take it back okay, to the land. Okay, but we didn't introduce five. It doesn't have, like, a nice title. Okay, let's back up. Okay. <laughs> okay. And step five, did you say? Step five. Step five. Once your compost has been turned and it is ready for the garden, you take it back to the land and till it into your garden. Correct. And maybe if you put, like, coffee in it, then the ants won't come. Maybe. And you'll get energy from the tomatoes you grow on it as well. Maybe. Yeah. That's how that works. (laughs) Done. Done. Okay. So clearly, Will and I 100% knew what we were talking about um, for that segment. So now, just as like a little break in between, we have Jen to talk about something else. I went out on campus at Red River College Exchange District campus asking some students if what they know about composting and if they compost at home themselves. Hey, Jen Walker here, just on campus here at Red River College, asking about if students compost here in Winnipeg. Uh, Do you compost? I do, actually, but like my dad does. How long have you been doing that for? (laughs) Um, For as long as I can remember, yeah. We've always had one. Do you, like, contribute to it, or, like, does your dad just do the whole thing? (laughs) No, I just... I just leave garbage everywhere, and he just puts it in there. Okay. It's like you can only so you like banana peels, like eggshells. So you litter, and then your father cleans up after your litter, and therefore composts it, creating fresh fertilizer for future recycling. Also, 
All right. That's good. Recycling is also good and important. Do you compost? No. I have nothing to Does contribute. Does anyone in Tuxedo compost? <laughs> wow, that's unnecessary. Yes. As a resident of Tuxedo, do you feel that any of your neighbors compost? I feel attacked. <laughs> to be honest with you, I feel discriminated. In conclusion, no one in Tuxedo composts. What area do you live in? I live in St. James. And do you compost? No. Why? It's hard. We used to compost, but now we don't. <laughs> I agree that I think it is hard. Like you have to like set up the whole thing. You have to remember if you're like in the habit of like throwing everything out, and then you and like it's not like exactly appealing. It's like banana peels and gross things. <laughs> yeah, um, it attracts bees too, and I'm just not a fan of bees. So <laughs> that's fair. I would imagine also attracts wasps, which I'm not a fan of. So. So is good. <laughs> so that that's it. We have we're around 50/50 here. We have some people that used to compost and don't anymore. We have the entire tuxedo area that does not collectively compost. And then we have someone whose father composts on their behalf. <laughs> Okay, and now we're going to go to kind of like what Jen and T Tia think about composting, what their thoughts are. Um, so here we go. All right, Tia Litwin. Yeah, hi. And I'm Jen Walker, and we're here to talk about composting today and uh, hopefully inform you guys about what it's all about and... Uh, help you make your home a little bit more sustainable. So first I feel like we should like try to explain what we think composting is before before we look it up. Yeah, so <laughs> as far as I know, it involves some dirt, it involves some food scraps and some sort of container. And and worms. Don't oh yes. The worms. Yeah, the worms are integral apparently. And worm worm poop, I think. Worm poop? I think worm worms poop. Worms poop. Okay. Then. I think that's it's about composting. All right. Um, so we're here. We just looked it up on compostwinnipeg.ca. And it says that compost is nature's way of transforming waste into reusable goods. The usual composting process involves mixing food waste with leaves or wood chips, creating a balance of nitrogen and carbon. Oh. If the right amount of moisture and oxygen are added, it creates an, an ideal environment for beneficial microorganisms, which break down the waste into smaller and smaller particles. Wait, what's the right amount, though? Like, does it have to be very specific? It sounds like yes, but it doesn't really elaborate what the right amount of moisture and oxygen are. So, huh. so the end result is a good quality compost will look like soil, but it's very rich in nutrients, so it's more like a fertilizer. So you end up with a fertilizer in the end. Nice. And this can take up to a whole year, you guys, which blew my <laughs> mind just now. I thought this was like a speedy process. And apparently but it's, it's like decomposing. It's not going to be like a day. Well, yeah, I didn't mean like a day. I thought maybe like three weeks. I think like it took like a whole year. <laughs> I guess. Like, well, but like, think of the natural way, you know, yeah. like when leaves land on the ground. They're yeah, there nature's for a while. slow. <laughs> nature's hella slow. 
But like, how often do you have to like tend to the to the compost bin for it to work? Like, do you have to like? Okay, so like we have a compost bin, and every so often my dad goes and like spins it. Okay. I don't like really... churns it. Yeah. Like you... butter. Gross. <laughs> well, like you churn butter, <laughs> so you like... churn your compost. I don't know. Sure, but like. Like how how often would you say he does it? I have no idea. Maybe like once a month. Not even. Okay. Okay. I don't know why he does it. I don't know what it does. It just Maybe, mixes it, I guess. Yeah. But did you know you can make compost tea? That's disgusting. I can't even imagine what that would taste like. Because so, you know, like, when you throw a bunch of food scraps together, there's, like, juices at the bottom? Yes. That's what I'm picturing compost tea is. So, like, is compost tea, like, you put, like, the end result in a tea bag and then make tea out of that? I have no idea. But it just sounds disgusting. It does. It sounds like compost is very smelly and not something I would like to have around me. Okay, I'm going to look up compost tea. So if there's like a not smelly way to compost, I consider it. But it's like food scraps. There's no way it's going to be not smelly. Yeah, I used to nanny for a family that composted. And they had like this bin with a lid um underneath the sink the kitchen sink and that's where they would like stuff all their food scraps and stuff and then like periodically I guess like once a week they would go out and like put it in their bin like all their food scraps but like sometimes like even just under this like the like the kitchen would smell because it had like all that food scraps just collecting underneath the sink and it was gross okay so compost tea isn't actually like tea like okay. for us to drink it's okay. like fertilizer for plants oh <laughs> okay it says well that makes me feel better about it like uh, it's for higher quality vegetables flowers and foliage 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 okay as long as i'm not drinking it then like <laughs> i'm okay with that yeah you steep aged compost in water huh interesting well, I'm really glad that people don't actually drink compost tea. Yeah, that would be disgusting. Um, um, so I don't think it's, like, that popular in Winnipeg. I mean, Tia, like, well, she's kind of a Winnipegger. She lives in Niverville. Yeah, Niverville. She lives in the boonies. Hey. But I, like, I went around and asked some people about composting and... Um, We'll let you guys listen to those interviews. We, I think I came across two people. Well, one used to compost and doesn't anymore because they found it was too much work. And then one lady who lives at home still, her her dad composts and she doesn't really have anything to do with it. So Okay. See, I compost because Niverville went through a thing where they were like, we got to cut back on the garbage. So every house is only allowed like two garbage bags. And there were six people living at home. And we were going through more than two garbage bags a week. Um, so my dad went on like a recycling composting rampage. Mm-hmm. And so everything that could be recycled was recycled. Everything that could be composted was composted. And if someone put something in the wrong bin, he got really mad and like lectured everyone until he found who did it. And then lectured them more. So... Yeah, now it's just a habit. Like, I have to compost. I just, like, the school doesn't have composting bins. So then I'll, like, have a banana peel or something, and I just feel so guilty throwing it in the garbage. 
I concur because actually we noticed yesterday that we were um, that the school maintenance people were going around collecting the bins of like recycling and stuff like that, and then they're their giant bin that they were putting everything into all the recycling says 100% sustainable or yeah. something like Red River College. Yeah, and we're like on it. Yeah, and we're like is it though? Like that's what uh Last Magazine is kind of all about is trying to make uh Winnipeg a more sustainable place yeah. and we found that that was not an accurate statement on behalf of Red River College. Um, cuz there's no composting bins. I mean, I think there's like there's one that just straight up says landfill yeah <laughs> to try and like guilt you into putting things in the right place which like is probably effective because like because like landfill is just a word that has like well, really it, negative con- is connotation it, is it really effective though i've seen so many people like like cam one of our friends cam he would just like walk past the thing and just throw his pop can into the garbage the recycling bin for for cans is literally right beside it he'd have to move his hand half a foot but he still just tossed it in the garbage. And so yeah. I, I lectured him. Yeah. I made him go pick it out. <laughs> Good. So there's like one that's just straight up landfill. There's one that's beverage containers, I think. Yeah. And then there's one that's paper recycling. Except I don't think the beverage containers one wants glass. I put it in there because I'm not sure. And I feel like yeah. it's better to have it in there because like, they sort through it anyway, right? Yeah. Here's um, another bone to pick. Um Tim Hortons, which, funny enough, Tia works at also. I work there. Um, their cups are not compostable. No. Or, or no, they're not recyclable either. No. So, like, what's that all about? I don't know. Because I always, always see people put them in the recycling bin because they think that it's recyclable. You would think so. Because it's 2018, everybody. You would think that a major, <laughs> major franchise that, like, throws out cop, like, has... Hundreds of thousands of goes through hundreds of thousands of paper cups a day. Yeah. Nationwide. Would have cups that you can recycle. You would think. You would think. Um, actually where I work, the the lot is owned by um the shell, the gas mm-hmm. station. Um, and they didn't have uh a recycling bin for the longest time. So everything that we had was just thrown straight into the garbage. Um, like into the dumpster. So then they, the town introduced like a recycle everywhere bin just outside our doors. And so people were like, go and recycle there and stuff. But like literally when we had to empty it, like we just took it and threw it in the dumpster. This recycle everywhere bin, we just went oh and threw it God. in the dumpster. And like now our recycling, we finally got a recycling thing, but it's just for cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. So it's like you still can't recycle bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we've given up pretending that the recycling bin is recycling and we just mm-hmm. put garbage bags in it now mm-hmm. because like what's the point yeah and so it's just like it's stupid it's not even that expensive to get a recycling bin it's like no. 50 bucks a month maybe mm-hmm. and like they're a gas station they're making money yeah i used to work at a summer camp on lake of the woods which is and it was on an island and we would so everything obviously like came by boat and um, we would do garbage runs and stuff. And like we would get these huge food shipments from Cisco Foods, which obviously mostly came in cardboard boxes. And we would collect cardboard boxes and all of the recycling for like an entire two weeks. And then we would load a boat and we would bring it to Kenora 
and we would like haul it off the boat and That's bring so it funny. to recycle. That makes me so happy. So like, yeah, that's just makes me question like Tim Hortons and stuff even more. Cause like we were on an island. <laughs> oh, and McDonald's. We were, yeah, we were stranded in, on an island and we managed to recycle. So <laughs> McDonald's came out with these uh, uh, biodegradable Keurig like K-cups. So my mom bought like a big box of them. Um, and she was all excited, like biodegradable, like that's great, right? No, no, they individually wrapped every single one in plastic wrap that says cannot compost, cannot recycle. Yeah, so like, what's the point? You might as well have just put it in the normal containers. So you can't see me right now, but I'm making air quotes when I say biodegradable. <laughs> air right? quotations around that. And that then they're word. also just like really bad, like they explode in in the Keurig like Gross. machine when you use it and so like there's grinds everywhere and it's so annoying. So we've talked about composting when you are a homeowner or when you're living in a house, you it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. You have uh, like a bin outside, you put in some wood chips, dirt, etc and then you add your food scraps and let nature take its course. It's like a very like layman's terms definition. But now we want to talk about, like, how do you compost if you live in an apartment? I was thinking about that the other yeah, day. Yeah, because I think, like, tons of people live in an apartment. Exactly. So it looks like it's totally doable. So there's countertop composting. And it says, if limited food scraps is your primary concern, then countertop composting is shockingly easy. All you have to do is get a bin and start piling in your scraps. Okay, but this sounds like the container is going to be kind of small. Like, mm-hmm. wait, freezer composting. What's freezer composting? Oh. Okay, so <laughs> freezer composting, there seems to be some sort of photo of a blender involved. <laughs> oh, and that picture is just the mush, the like, yeah. composting so, mush. So <laughs> countertop po- composting is... Um, you can get these like small bins that are like ventilated, it seems, and just to like reduce the smell. And you just leave it on your counter or like I guess like under like in a cupboard, like under your sink. And it's just like a smaller version of composting. And then yeah. And then there's freezer composting, which you collect your food scraps and you put them in the freezer so that it doesn't smell, which is actually pretty smart. Yeah. And then you let's see <laughs> it doesn't say what you do with it after hmm. well it looks like you blend it up and you make a no that's oh, no, different that's, that's different okay oh, okay so you just i guess you would just keep it in the freezer until yeah until you're ready to to take it somewhere yeah because it wouldn't compost itself like in a freezer, I wouldn't imagine. Interesting. So, blender composting looks Disgusting. strange. <laughs> um, if you're an apartment dweller but want to actually use your food scraps instead of handing them off to a community garden to be composted. Okay, so with countertop composting and freezer composting, in the end, you send it to a community garden to compost. And for blender composting, if you want to like reap the benefits yourself, you can use your blender to break down food scraps into a slurry, Ugh. is the word that they used, that will decompose faster. 
So we've got a photo here of people blending their food scraps, and it looks like a very gross smoothie. <laughs> and then they're using it to fertilize their plants, which is a pretty quick and effective way, actually, now you think about it. Because yeah. you don't have to like wait for it to compost itself. Yeah, exactly. Like you just kind of expedite the process by like grounding it up and that in itself. But like, would you want to use your blender after that? Probably not. I would like, probably I have like a composting blender and yeah. a food blender. I would just like... But I mean, like, it's still... Like, I think if I lived in an apartment... And that was my only option. I think I'd still do it. You know, like, as gross as it looks and stuff, it's yeah. better than not composting. Yeah. I think it's doable. Yeah. Because, like, think about, like, your garbage. Like, a lot of that is food scraps that can be composted. Exactly. And it's not like it gets, like, decom- decomposed? Decomposed? Yeah. It doesn't decompose. Yeah. What is it, a landfill? <laughs> yeah. It just sits there. Yeah. So, we've covered a few options for yeah. composting, composting in general. Um, we are going to, uh, I'm going to challenge myself to compost <laughs> for the next uh, week, let's say. Oh, I will compost. I'm so proud. <laughs> and um, we will get, ba- I will report back on that in our next podcast, how that went. Yeah. Because uh, I'm just thinking like, I eat a lot of bananas. <laughs> That's like a lot of banana peels that are going to waste. Yeah. So I'm going to set something up over the weekend and see how that goes. And Sounds I have a dog, good. though, so, like, I don't know how that's going to work. My dog might be like, what's that smell? But My dog leaves it alone. Okay. So, I mean, we have two very different dogs. Yeah, my dog's like... not very smart. Um, <laughs> he's very food-driven, so we'll see. But I will compo- start composting and come back at you guys with some feedback on how that went for me. Sounds good. All right. All right. And that's our segment for today on the Nevertheless podcast.